Welcome everyone to Coffee Mornings and Champagne Nights. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kaylee. Join us with a cup of coffee or champagne for candid conversations about life, goals, business, and love. All while we laugh about how we've gone from party sidekicks to kick-ass ball babes. All while still managing love, parenting, and modern living. From reminiscing to setting goals, let's raise a glass to some relatable girl talk in each episode. Hello. What is up? What is new? Your champagne. I literally was just taking a sip. Sorry. I'm here. So just so everyone knows, more than likely when we are recording these episodes, we probably have a drink in hand. So if you hear us drinking, if you hear the cup, just know. Just go with it. That Kaylee is more than drinking two nights a week now. She is officially on the Amanda train when it comes to alcohol. No, I'm kidding. I'm just I'm always drinking something. That's the thing. It's like, but I also like really like water. You don't like water. No, I, I actually wanted to talk about this. You like spark. Yeah, I do. Is spark even a thing anymore? Like I thought they went out of business like years ago. No, they're still in business. So spark is an Avacare drink. So I don't know if anybody knows what Avacare is, but it was like one of those businesses where you like jump on board, you got a team, you start selling stuff. Yeah, none of that stuff. Yeah, and they like plummeted. So why are you still drinking? But you know what? It's fine. But I always like the spark. Okay, so here's the thing. I was raised on Kool-Aid. And the spark that I drink is a fruit punch, and it reminds me of Kool-Aid. But it's a, so that's my version of So coffee. you like the fruit punch Kool-Aid when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. You were weird. No, it was like fruit punch, cherry, strawberry. Ew, like, you like cherry? Yeah. Ew. So my sister, that's all we got to drink. My sister and I used to like have to make the Kool-Aid, and it was like whoever drank the last sip had to make the next pitcher. And did y'all put half the pitcher with sugar in it? Oh, 100%. Yes. yes. I drank um, my husband's aunts. They're a hot mess. We should actually have them on one day because we yes. would have a good ass time with them. Perfect. We wouldn't talk about anything business, but we would have Nothing fun. Productive. But that doesn't matter. Yeah. They made lemonade and they wanted my children to drink it. And I like, I've been around this family to know better by now. So I tried this lemonade and I was like, holy sugar. <laughs> Just like, holy, holy flipping sugar. And I was like, is this what we used to drink as a kid? And knowing very. A cup of sugar. Up more than. More than a cup. Or they independent on who makes it. It was definitely all sugar. It was just like liquid sugar at that point. I was like, no, my children cannot drink this. Like, if you want them to drink this, you will take them home with you for a week. While they detox from the sugar. Yes. Well, so I grew up on Kool-Aid and I loved it. So Spark to me tastes like Kool-Aid, but it's a mental like focus drink. People say it's, I don't know, you could call it what you want, but it's not quite an energy drink in my world. Like it doesn't make me like a psycho when it comes to it. I'm not like bouncing off the walls, but it keeps me still and focused and I actually like do my work. It's like a mini version of Adderall. Sure. Possibly. I don't know. 
So yeah, I've always wait. I've walked into like my office before with like spark, a bottle of water, a yeti full of something. I passed you at Mira all the time when we were in the suites, and I was like, "You drinking your spark?" You're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Bring other things in my hand, a smoothie in the other. Like I'm that girl that shows up with like at least three cups. And I'm like that person that I might, if I have an actual cup in my hand, everyone knows that there's not what looks like. Half the, yes, if it's in the morning time, there is coffee in that cup. But if it's like 5 p.m. and you see me with a coffee cup, there is definitely not coffee in that coffee cup. You didn't see me with a coffee cup. I'm just putting on a front for everyone around me that knows already that there's not really coffee in it. <laughs> I'm not judging. Okay, so what you want to talk about today? You want to talk about like boundaries? Competition. Let's talk about some business stuff. Let's talk about setting boundaries in our businesses. Okay. Well, we are. Do we want to talk about boundaries? Or are we talking? So, what do you want to talk about today? Wait, I've had like three glasses of champagne now. No, we're talking about burnout. All right. So, what do you want to talk about today? You want to talk about a little bit of burnout, a little bit of competition, like. Yes, let's talk about how to maybe not get burned out as a business owner because that's very easy to do. Do you know what burnout even is? Uh, when you hate everybody and everything around you as a business owner. That's my definition. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like when you're like, screw all of this, this is not worth it, I'm out. <laughs> okay, I have experienced that before because when whenever I saw this on our list, I was like... Hmm. That's exactly what it is. It's when you're in the midst of, because I know I've been there, when you're in the midst of like a busy season, okay, for your industry holidays, where you're like nonstop and everybody needs everything at once. And then you're in the midst of that and you're just like, I hate everybody. Like, I don't want to deal with any of it. That's burnout. But I think with us, I mean, personally, I don't get very burnt out often it's more of like I guess it comes and goes in my busy seasons but that's to be expected I feel like I've experienced burnout in the past but now I think I have always ran on a very high level of productivity yeah if that makes sense so I don't get burned out easily. Even if I'm like stressed or exhausted, right. I'm not necessarily, from my opinion, burnt out. Now, someone else may tell me otherwise. I think burnout comes when you're not, and this is one case, when you're not fully fulfilled by what you're doing. You almost feel like you're doing it and you're getting nothing back, like you're just over it at that point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because what I do and the things that I put on my plate, I get very fulfilled by. So I don't actually get burnt out as quickly. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, it's, it's feeding into my soul. And it's in such a good, feel good way. Yeah. that I don't burn out as easily as other people. Well, I think for me, that's like comparable from whenever I decided to actually leave co-owning my last salon, I was more than burnout because it just sucked the life out of you. Yes. Every little thing, it could be the most minute thing. I was just absolutely miserable. I was a miserable person to be around. 
I was miserable in my mindset. I was miserable just in my relationships, in my guest experience, like everything about what I was doing, I was burnt out. And like, then I got out of that situation and then went into a situation where I was overworked, but overworked in the sense of I wasn't enjoying. And I can remember a guest whenever I finally was having the conversations of, you know what, I'm going extension exclusive. I will still do color and other services, but everyone that sits in my chair needs to wear extensions was because I was honestly burnt out. I could not do it all. And I had a guest who was never really going to be a candidate for extensions. Tell me how much I basically ruined her life by making this decision. And in the grand scheme of things, it was just an in the moment thing, 100%. But like, wait, so you ruined her life because she maybe, I'm trying to figure that out. She maybe put in so much trust into how you well, did her hate her. She didn't want to in start In her mind, her. I, she was a good customer of mine because she came in weekly. She paid me consistent money. Okay. She did all that, which... Yes, in the grand scheme of things, she was a good, consistent guest. But at the end of the day, no matter if it was good, consistent money, it still wasn't serving my mental state and my creative ability because I didn't love it. It was burning me out. It was adding more to my plate than I was able to actually sustain. So I think so many times as business owners in our our realm, so many people look at when we do place a boundary or when we do get burnout and then have to place a boundary because we're burnout, they look at it as unfair to them. When in reality, what I was doing to this guest service-wise was not something that anyone else could not also do. It was that it was somewhat of an inconvenience for herself, but this is a thing where it plays off of those boundaries. We have to take care of ourselves and like setting a boundary to prevent burnout or to decrease the burnout we're experiencing. That's a necessity because if we're experiencing a burnout, same with leaving the salon, I was at my full capacity of shit that I could take and that I can handle. If you keep handling it, handling it, you're like on the verge of a breakdown, whether it's mental, physical, health, like there's so many things that come into play and so many people never take the time to look at anything other than how that makes themselves feel. So like for that guest, I was ruining her life. She had a lot going on in that season of her life. Well, unfortunately, If I sit here or you sit here and you wait for the perfect time for everyone's life and you're dealing with burnout, you will never not experience that burnout. Yeah. And I think that's what's hard for us in this industry is so much of what we do, makeup, accessories, all that for yourself, hairstyling for myself, is we put ourselves last, but what we are learning or what we have learned is, yes, we rely on others to make our industry go round, but if we are not really taking care of ourselves first, we are not doing anyone else 
the best service that we can. Yeah. And I've heard something like you have to fill fill up your own cup first mm-hmm. to be able to pour into others. And I that stuck with me because it's like, I think especially moms of, you know, if you're a mother and you have your kids and you're not filling yourself up, like your, your own cup up, you have nothing to give your children and you have no energy and like your confidence is shot. There's so much, I mean, that that's a whole episode within itself, but I think that's the thing. It's like you have to fill up yourself first. And I think that's why we don't get as much burnout as some people say they do because we have done a good job at setting boundaries to where we don't allow that burnout to happen because we're we're having, you know, rest time and relaxation and all of that. And we know how not to, you know, go nuts in our business. Um, that's what I've had to do. But I, I can see how that's hard for people to set those boundaries because, you know, they think they're going to lose the clients or all of that. Well, and I think that's where there can also, like, there's that fine line between burnout because you're just overworked and burnout because you are in competition, you know, because I feel like burnout can come from both places. Yeah. So I think healthy, which is so hard to define, but healthy competition is great because it keeps you like, evolving and there's so much innovation that comes with that but it also feels like a rat race so for example in my industry I design earrings and a lot of that comes in holidays so we so right now I'm designing stuff six months out so you're constantly trying to figure out what the next new thing is going to be and the burnout comes when you're like creatively drained or you're watching your competitors like design these beautiful accessories and like you have nothing in you and you don't know what to even try to design, you know? So I get a little burnout in that sense of like feeling like I'm on this rat race that I can't get off of and they're doing great and they're killing it, but you don't know how, you know, you don't know what they're thinking. They um, social media is a beautiful camouflage. Beautiful. Because, like, everyone thinks everyone is doing amazing on social media. I don't even want to get into social media. (laughs) But Um, I do agree, like, competition, I I think it all depends on, like, the health of your mental state. Because competition, I think, is good. But I think it's all in how you view it. So you will never be everything that you think someone else is. Well, they can't do it like you can. And that's why competition to me doesn't bother me because no one can run this business how I am meant to run this business. I have views, I have values, I have creativity, I have so many things that like is very different than other people. And so it doesn't bother me because there is no other business that like they can run like Kaylee would run it, you know? Well, and I always tell the girls, it's so funny because like, sometimes I feel like Mr. Miyagi, whenever I'm saying or doing things, you will never catch me put it on a canvas, everything that I know. A lot of things that I expect or want my girls to learn are observation things. Yeah. It's not... It's not designed to be easy because I could never write a detailed enough list to put it all on paper for them. Sometimes it's like you have to observe. So one of the biggest things for me that I always tell them is it's not about what you do in a sense of a service, like a highlight. It's about how you do it. 
So the integrity behind it, because exactly what you just said, your guests could get a highlight at any place around the corner, but it's so much more than the skill of a highlight. Any skill can be taught as long as someone's willing to accept being taught it. But the integrity behind it, why we are doing certain things with our highlights, how we are doing, the intention we have going into that service, they're not going to get just anywhere. Because like, if all you're focused on is making the money up front, money comes and goes. If you have integrity behind your service and what you're doing, that is more job security than anything you could ever want. Because like, if you are establishing trust and you have good integrity and intention behind what you are giving that guest, they will trust you more than just like saying you gave them one good highlight one time. And they're more flexible when you have an off day. Yes, because you're going to have it. Well, don't they have a quote that's like something like people don't buy what you offer, they buy into you or something like that. You know, yeah. where it's like, I could have an off day and not give the greatest service, you know, in a sense of doing makeup on somebody, but they have learned to like me or trust me and value me and all of that. And they're still willing to pay what I am offering, you know, what the service I'm providing, even if it's an off day, it's because you, your brand is essentially you. Mm-hmm. No, that's so, so true. I think whereas used to, I was extremely competitive. Like I wanted to be the best. It needed to be all about everyone wanted to sit in Amanda's chair. Now I look at others that maybe I would have been envious of because I thought they had something that I wanted or yeah. I didn't know how to get what they want. And I'm like, let me observe. Let me learn. Let me not just try to take their idea or whatever, but how can I take bits and pieces and grow into being a better person, having more integrity, not just taking an idea like what we're doing right now. We are just speaking off of experiences that we have gone through, things we have learned, people we have talked to, books we have read, and we're playing off of that. It wasn't just some idea that we just created. We are just literally observing. We are absorbing and we are growing. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I do feel like we consume a lot from a lot of different places. Like you said, like we love to read books about certain things and like learn from other people. But then I take all of that and I twist it all and I figure out how does that feel for me? Like, how can I provide that? And it's essentially going to get, I'm inspired by that, but it's essentially going to get twisted in my own way. And that's where I can still provide like an authentic version of myself in the services and products I provide because it's like, I might've been inspired by somebody, but I still can't replicate that. I still can't do what they did. So I think that's what I would have loved to know before I went into business. Like, it's not all about like looking at someone's success and trying to like replicate. It's learn from their success, but figure out how you can do that and where you would have done it differently or better or, you know, in your way. I love this. No, this is fun. I definitely, um, I hope people get something out of these. 
feel like right now our topics are pretty like surface, but as we go more into things, we will dive deeper and maybe open up a little bit more in depth into some background experiences that we have. But just by listening to some of this, I hope people just take it and kind of feel like it's normal to have some of these thoughts too. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I th- I, th- I feel like we have so much more of like experience and like things to say, and I'm ready to like dive into all of that. But I feel like we would scare people if we're like, let me tell you what I've been <laughs> little nuggets, know? little nuggets. So we, I'm ready to like peel apart all of all of what we've learned over the last whew, twelve plus years. Oh God, I don't even know. <laughs> I feel so old. Times when things. No, this is gonna be fun. This is just like sneak peek of what's to come. All right, guys. Well, until next time. See you later. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. As a couple ambitious millennials, each episode will indulge in unfiltered, relatable conversations about modern life, business, entrepreneurship, love, parenting, and good old daily chaos. Whether we're conquering the morning with coffee in hand or celebrating our wins at night with a champagne toast, we'll be here to recap it all. You can find us on social media in the description below. Until next time, cheers, everyone. Bye.